Okay, let's start. Parshas Vayakel and Pekudei. Vayakel and Pekudei, Chazak, Parshas Achodesh. There is a lot going on in this week's Parsha as we finish up Sefer Shmos and we head into the weeks before before Pesach. Just schedule a note, I'm not exactly sure which week will be, uh, <laughs> we have two weeks before Pesach, which week will be a Parsha year, which week will be the Haggadah year. Um, one of the weeks will be one. I'm just not sure if I will do the Haggadah a week and a half before, just a few days before. People have asked to do it earlier, so I might do the Haggadah shir next week, and then maybe a Parsha shir if there's time, the following week uh, for Parsha Tzav. But we will uh, see um, as time gets uh, time gets closer. Okay, so, <coughs> so let's get into Vayakab Akudeh, and we'll start off with an introductory thought from Rabbeinu Bachai, which is really found at the end of Parsha's Vayakel. But that's where Rabbeinu Bachai discusses um, what we might be feeling as we go through these psukim. And they are technical, they are um, structural, architectural. You know, any Balkori out there will, will, will find the psukim, um, you know, those especially from Truman Tetzab are repetitive. We discussed in the past why the whole Sefer was, uh, the whole story was repeated. But says Rabbeinu Bachai, Vida, one should know. On line number four, in source number one. Vida, ki hasipur b'inyan ha-mishkan v'keilav. The whole story, with the mishkan and the keilim. V'hachakira b'tchunas tsurosav umuva'av. V'shir erkan v'rachman v'kamasam. The exact dimensions, and the heights, and the form. Afal pishain b'is ha-megdash kayam. Mitzvah gedolahi. Even though... We don't have a base HaMikdash. There is a mitzvah gedola to study these psukim and to learn these psukim. And even though we might add, there's not so much Rashi on these psukim because Rashi said most of what he said by But still, Ad Shamayim Yagiyashara V'Torahi This is an area of Torah. And though we might not find it on the surface as exciting, so to speak, but we have to dig. I've mentioned in the past probably a number of times, probably a story from about 20 years ago. A friend of mine was a rub in a certain shul, and it was Parsha's Truma. And after the davening, a recent Balchuva comes comes to my friend and says, you know, I, Rabbi, I have to say, what an amazing Parsha. <laughs> what an amazing Parsha. And my friend looks at him a little incredul- incredulously and says, yeah, every Parsha is amazing. But can I just ask you, usually Truma is not one of those ringers. Not one of those that people uh, get so excited about. He says, Rabbi, no, you don't have to understand. I'm an architect. And I see the way the structure and the way the curtains hang and the way the bolts fit in and the sockets and it's covered from the outside so it looks like one piece and the corners. and the... He said, it's amazing. It's beautiful. It's so exact. So my friend said, yeah, it is amazing. It is. So we just have to realize that we have to try harder. There's nothing wrong with Bayaka Bakute. It's just that we might not appreciate it as much as we could. But that's what Rabbeinu Bachai says. Even though we don't have a base of Mikdash, Mitzvah Gedolahi at Shamayim Yagi Eschara. V'chein Izgiru Razal Binyan Karbanos. As we head into Sefer Vayikra, we have to recognize this. Though we don't have a base of Mikdash yet, studying the details and the laws and appreciating what each act reflects. What, a Karban is, is uh, less meaningful to us than shaking a palm branch and eating some uh, matzah? Why does that make sense? Because it's marames to something. Everything is marames. So everything in halacha is marames to something. Every detail of the avoda is marames to something. 
If somebody is osik in the limud and involves himself in the topics, who shamru? When he quotes the Chazal, kol osik beparshias ola vachulu halamadta mize alasipur bepiv bilvad scharoi tovu lo lefanav. When we say the words, it's as if we're as much as we could do, but there's definitely something that occurs regarding that mitzvah in Shamayim. Keilu asa ma'isa veikur of kabbalah mizbeach. We want to build a base of mignash, so the best that we could do right now is to read about and study the building of the base of mignash. We try to um, understand them. Not only to study them, but to be osk in them and appreciate. And Rabbeinu Bachai ends off. The more we take Vayako Pekude seriously, the more we focus, the more we're ready. Hashem should make it real. Hashem should be Mekayimit. So that's how, as we get to the pinnacle, the really the, the high point of the entire Sefer Geula. Remember, this is called Sefer Geula by the Ramban. And Geula did not finish at Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, or even at Maimon Sinai, but it was only with Binyan Amishkan. And that's why at the end of Bakude we say Chazak, Chazak, once the Shechina rests in the Mishkan. So that is how we get ready for these last two parshios, and really for the next few parshios afterwards that also deal with Karbanos, Vayikra, and Sav, and Achremos, and some of the others on the, on the list. Okay, so now let's get into some of the actual details of the Parsha, because the Parsha is not only about the Mishkan, right? The first part of uh, Vayakel, first few Psukim, Again, talk about Shabbos. Talk about Shabbos. As we know, the halacha is, there are different uh, views in the Gemara, but this juxtaposition of the Mishkan right next to Shabbos teaches us that what we did in the Mishkan is what we're not allowed to do on Shabbos. The Lama Tes Malachis, uh, the Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Mem Tes, tells us, uh, are learned from the Mishkan itself. Says the Torah, Vayakal Moshe has called Adas B'nei Yisrael Emar. Moshe gathers the Am. These are the things. These are the things that I'm commanding you. Six days work shall be done. Right? Diyukim of Teoseh, Nataseh, Uvayom Ashvi, Yielachem Kodesh, Shabbat Shabbaton Lashem, Koloseh Malacha, you must. As we know, Shabbos, six days, seven days, Shabbos, Shabbos. Right, Shabbos, Shabbos is Yom Kippur and Shabbos. Do not light fire. Major Machlokas Tanoim. Rashi quotes it. Why is lighting a fire singled out uh, from all of the Malachas besides Hotzah? Why is it written there? Lalav Yatzas, Lachalak Yatzas, a big sugya in the in the Gemara. The Shemi Shmuel has a large piece on Shabbos on this week's parasha. We're just going to do part of it to learn a message about Shabbos. Again, we're not going to do his original question and his original answer. We're just going to do the middle part. The middle part where he tells us something secretive about Shabbos itself. If I would ask, is Shabbos connected to the previous week or to the following week? What would be the answer? Yes, we count towards Shabbos, but you can still make Havdalah for three days. So which is it? Which, which is Shabbat? Okay, it's the seventh day. That's true. 
but maybe it's connected to the future. Let's see the words of the Shemi Shmuel in the name of his father, the Avnei Nezer. Yuvan api mashikvar marti v'shem. Avi Admar, Zechasad of Akash Labrach, appears to be a Shas Shabbos. The Gemara Shabbos Samachtes, Amar Avuna. Here's the case. I am Ali by Maid Barbadio Day, Masai Shabbos. Remember this Gemara? Somebody's in the middle of the desert, he has no idea when Shabbos is. He has no idea what day of the week it is. What's he supposed to do? So we might have said he's not allowed to do Malacha ever, because every day might be Shabbos. So that's the Maskana the Gemara talks about, maybe Darises, Darabanans. But the fundamental Machlokas is start counting. Start counting, and even if you're wrong, you'll still have something called Shabbos, which is important. But what do you count first? Machlokas. Emasai Shabbos. Shisha, Veda de Emasai Shabbos. Mona Shisha Yamum Mushaba Yomechad. Rafuna says, 6 1. You start, whatever day you realize that you have no idea what day Shabbos is, that's Sunday. That's Sunday, and count six days, and then you have the Shabbos. Chiyabarav Omer, Mishamar Yomechad, Mona Shisha, the opposite. The day that you realize, that day of Shabbos. And then you have six days. The Omar who, what's the Nukudas HaMachloka? So again, the Gemara says, what's the Machlokas about? According to the opinion, Rafuna, who says six and one, you go by Briya Sa'olam. Briya Sa'olam was six and one, so too. That's what you're supposed to do if you don't know, six and one. But Chia Barav says, no, you go by Briya Sa'adam. Adam was created on day six, right before Shabbos. So the first day you count as Shabbos, and then after that. But what's the deeper message of this Machlokas? Says the Shem Yishmuel in the name of his father. The Yomar who my father told me, Shabbos has two elements, as you might have guessed. Number one, it's the Hashlama, it's the completion. It's the highlight. We count towards the whole week. It gives power and it is the energy for the following week. And from it, the following six days draw their power, their spiritual power. That's the machlokas. That's the machlokas. Do you have Shabbos at the end or at the beginning? Do you focus on the element of Shabbos that is the highlight of the week, what we count towards? Or do you focus on Shabbos being the energy that allows the following week to exist? Hashem created the first six days. But once Shabbos was put into place, Shabbos gives the power. He says, that's what my father said. That's the Pshat of the Machlokas. But now I'm going to add. I'm going to add. What is Biryasa Shalom? Yemechol, Nimnut Chila. Right? The days were created first. Kadam Arishon should never bear of Shabbos. Yom Rishon, Leminyana Beshabbos. Vahainu says the Shemi Shmuel now. The Seder, Habriyasha, Nibra Yashar, Shia Adam Ovid, Abu Dasu, Bagashvi, Zubaruchnius. Levara is called Chelkia Kedusha. What was the goal? What was the plan that Hashem had, Kaviyachol? Six days of work, and then Shabbos. Six days of work, and then Shabbos. That was the plan. And the more you prepare for Shabbos during the week, the more that you will be zochet to a Shabbos experience. As the Gemara says in Avodah But once Adam and Chava sinned on Erev Shabbos, and they fell from their Madrega, they were down and out. 
What allowed them to come back? What allowed them to then again come in front of HaKadosh Baruch Hu Shabbos? Right after they sinned Shabbos, that gave them the koach for the future. They wouldn't be able to start anything. New life and new breath. They were down and out. They were they sinned. They were thrown out of Gan Eden. And yet, Shabbos saved them. So the plan was to have Shabbos at the end. But in reality, Adam and Chava, Shabbos came and moved to the beginning as well. With his koach of Shabbos, that's what allowed them. And at the end of those six days, they have Shabbos again, which continued to allow them for the following week. That's the machlokis on a deeper level. One is, do you go by the original plan of Shabbos? That Shabbos was going to be the highlight. Umar Savar no Kadama Rishon. You go by, Shabbos gives the power to the future. Kigoli the Adua Hilaf Nekarishbarh Washem nu. Shaadama Rishon Muchan Lachto. Bealderach Kain Nivraha Olam Shay Shabbos no sin lakoch vachyus. That's the Machlokas again in the Gemara. Shabbos is about the past or about the future. And again, we can learn something from both. And we feel it. We feel it a little bit, just just instinctively. We look forward to Shabbos. Once we get to Shabbos, maybe you could also look at it as different parts of Shabbos. Friday night, for example, that's for sure for the previous week. We feel the whole week. You know, sometimes, you know, a little Friday night in the middle of davening, especially if the rabbi speaks, sometimes we feel the whole week at that moment. Hopefully the rabbinim have a little rachmanis about uh, realizing that. But it's, it's connected to the whole week before. But maybe later on Shabbos, especially maybe Shalashudas time, maybe that's giving us power for the future. So they're both. This amazing Bria. Right? There's only one thing that's called the Matana Tova. I take that back. The Gemara says there are Shalash Matanos, okay, in the Gemara. But a Matana Tova that Kodesh Baruch Hu was hiding and he gave to us. That's Shabbos. Now the Shem continues. There's another application of this idea. Line 39 on the bottom. If we could have stayed there for all 400 years, and they would have done exactly what we were supposed to do and not fallen spiritually, then Yitzias Mitzrayim, the amazing events that took place, that would be like original Shabbos. We would go through the Avoda of the 400 years, and then we, have, we would have a Yitzia, Nisim and the Flos. But what was the problem? The problem was that we fell spiritually. When we were on the on the lowest level, like the Rambam says, if we would have been another second, we would no longer be identifiable as B'nei Avram Yitzhak V'Yaakov, V'chulu, B'nei Zebedugmas, Adam Rishon Achrachet. So what happened? We needed Yitzhak Mitzrayim to propel us to the future. That whole time period was supposed to be aspect one of Shabbos, but it turned out that it had to be Aspect two of Shabbos. It had to motivate and generate that spiritual power for the future. 
Hashem shined his light on us. Until we came to Harsinai. So he's a Harsinai now? We're back to Aspect 1 of Shabbos. Harsinai is after the seven days, seven weeks counting, and it's the highlight, it's the it's what, what gives us Koach after. And then the Egel, back and forth and back and forth. At that moment of Maimon Arsina, we went back to the original uh, state. Like, Kodem Achei, Shabbos was after Shabbos Yimei Maisa. Kein Ha'ibamatan Torah, Achas Vir Shiva Shavuos. See, Yitzhiz Mitzrayim was a little of both. Matan Torah was Achei Yimei Maisa. we fell again, but either way, this is the two aspects of Shabbos, the two aspects of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. It was both a pinnacle of the past, but it also helped cause and generate the future. And one final application, he says, the two formulations in the Aseris Adivros. Anochi Hashem Alokecha, and there are differences in the first Dibur, but he says, in the first Rishonas, Shabbos is purely linked to Maisa Bracious. Right? Misheshes Yomim Asa Hashem Esrayim Vesaretz Vachulu Hu Kabriyasa Shalolam. Mibrei Sha'az Hayi Vachinas Zu Vashabbos Hayla Bamayla Gadola Karoi. Talks about Maisa Bracious. In the second Dibros, it also adds Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Because Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim had this other element also being like the second element of Shabbos. But for our purposes, what do we take with us? Shabbos is both. Shabbos is this amazing Bria that Hashem gave us. It's all about the previous week and it's all about the future week. And we love every second of it and we appreciate what Shabbos does for us. Okay. Moving right along, we have the Mishkan, and we have the Nedavis of the Mishkan, and after all the Nedavis, right, something that any fundraiser would love to say, they had more than enough. They had more than enough. Perak Vav, Bitzalel, Aholiyav, they brought everything to Moshe, Vayavo Kolach HaChamim, Hosim is Komalech HaZakodesh, Vayomro Moshe Lemar Marbim HaAmlavi, the Am has brought plenty. Moshe makes an announcement. No more. So the Am stop ringing. There was plenty and there was even extra. In the Imre Shah, I think it's a little cut off on top, it's the Imre Shefer, or Shlomo Kluger, in one of his many, many Sfarim that he uh, <laughs> that we have from him. Interesting that we look in the Psukim, we know every time B'nai Yisrael are called by a different name, it means something. So here in these few Psukim, we have a couple of names and somebody's no names. Marbim Ha'am Lahavi. Well, even, even before we get to that, that's already part of the answer. Let's ask the question first. Why did they tell him to stop? As I started off, would there ever be a fundraiser or a um, organization that would say, no, no, don't give us any more. We have enough. Take it and put it in the bank. Take it and use it for a future cause. You're going to tell us we don't need any more? What do you mean they 
don't need. There's there's there's, uh, there's Nadavis in the Mishkan and there's Ketores. There's plenty of things you can use it for. Why in the world would Moshe say yet? Tell them not to. You know, the people come to Moshe, we have enough. Okay, you have enough for the building. But keep it for the Avoda. That's question number one. Question number one. L'chara kasha, line 10. Ma'ya ichba l'moshe, ma'shevi'u yoser. V'im lo yei nitzrach l'molechaz ha'mishkan, ye'la ketzam izbeach. L'kubashot stakah, l'karbanas nadava. And number two, he asks, why the emphasis of the am? This is ready towards the answer. Marbim ha'am lahavi. The Am is usually not the greatest appellation of B'nai Yisrael. Moshe announces, nobody should bring anymore, Vayikali Ha'am Mehavi. Says the Imre Shefer. They could have kept it. They could have kept it. There was one problem, though. Who was giving it? The Am. Who is the Am? We know elsewhere. Am is a Rav Am are sometimes the riffraff. Am are the, right, the, the converts that were not so, you know, um, true in their conversion. We spoke about that last week a little bit. Rashi obviously says that's the Chet Egel. Ach ma shalo asakein, kibin diadua de bechomakam shnemer am koyala e riffraff agerim. And there's a halacha in Shulchan Arach. This is a classic type of Rav Shlomo Kluger Bart. The Shulchan Aruch tells us in Yaradeh, I'm in Rishon Tess, if somebody gives staka for a specific cause, and you had enough for that cause, are you allowed to change it for a different cause? Mishanin Ma'ustaka. Says the Shulchan Aruch, it depends if the no-dev was a Yisrael or not. The Yisrael is not dev davar lebeis haknesses, mutter If a Jew gives staka, you could use it for something else, because you could assume... If there's no need, this need was taken care of, he'll use it for another need. He'll be okay with that. Can't change it. Says the Emre Shefer, that's the secret to these psukim. The Am was giving. Besides... Yisrael. And if the Am was giving, you couldn't use it. You wouldn't be able to use it for any other purpose other than Binyan HaMishkan. And the Gerim at that time were not um, Gerim Be'emet. They realized they were only giving to Binyan. Why were they giving to Binyan and Mishkan? Relating to the Chet Egel. They wanted to get Kapara. They caused the whole problem. See, even though they were somewhat iffy, but they felt, if this is a Tikkun, so let me give. See, Dafka wanted to give to Binyan and Mishkan. As Rashi said, They'll be very upset. What did they? What was the report? The Am bringing. If it was Yisrael, then we're fine. The Am is is uh, bringing too much. And what is he? What's the diak? More than the malacha that they were commanded. 
and they don't want to switch it to anything else. So Moshe Rabbeinu, and Moshe Rabbeinu, he amazingly says, he wants to tell the Am not to bring, but he doesn't want to tell the rest of Am Yisrael not to bring, but he has to be very delicate. And what he says, doesn't want to insult anybody. So what does he do? Says Moshe Rabbeinu, if you're bringing for Trumas HaKodesh, we have enough. We have enough for the Adanim. We have enough for the building. What does it say? So the Am stopped. Because that's all they were interested in. The rest of Am Yisrael, maybe they gave more. And that's why he says, the Malacha was dying, but said they kept having extra. Because everybody else kept, kept bringing. It was just the Am stopped. Lakach Masa Moshe that you can't do. I feel the Yisrael lo yaviu. Yimnas yizomi mitzvah. Lachain asa Moshe kach v'tzibal achris kol ish ve'isha al yasu on melacha l'chumas hakodesh daika. Hevinu haynu linyan chuma. Avol ma yenicha lecha l'atzos mitzvah acheres yavo v'yasa v'chulu. And he continues, and that's what it says at the bottom. He said nika sheyafa osa Moshe because he saw that I'm stop bringing. The rest of the people didn't stop bringing. Shalom al Yisrael and. That's the diak in the psukh. Amazing. Okay. So let's talk about a Gemara in Brachas, which Rashi quotes, that we've quoted in the past. Rashi quotes this now, as we had three thoughts on Parshas Vayakel. So now we have one more, right at the beginning. Where is this now? Lamed Ches Chafes. We had three on Vayakel, then we'll have three on, maybe four on Pekudei. We have to have equal, uh, even though there's seven. And then we'll have one thought on Parshat HaChodesh, Be'ezus Hashem. So Rashi quotes the Gemara that tells us that there was a machlokas between B'Tzalel and Moshe Rabbeinu about the detail of the building. Right? Beginning of Parshat B'Kudai, B'Tzalel ben Uri ben Chur l'matei Yehuda, Asa es kol asher tziv Hashem es Moshe. B'Tzalel did everything that Hashem told Moshe. It doesn't say that B'Tzalel did everything that Moshe told him. B'tzal did everything that Hashem told Moshe, says Rashi. Asher tziva osa Moshe ink sivkan, elakol asher tziva Hashem as Moshe. Afilu dvarim shalom or lo rabo. Even what Moshe didn't tell him, B'tzal figured it out that Hashem must have said this to Moshe. What do you mean? Hiskima dai told him Hashem Moshe misinai. Ki Moshe tziva lo b'tzal olaso tzchila kelim yachagach mishkan. Moshe first commanded B'tzal to make the kelim. And then the Mishkan, look at the beginning of Truma. Right? Truma, what's it all about? You have the, the Aron and all the, all the Kalim, and then eventually you'll get to the Krushim and the, and the Urios. But, B'tzalel realized, I'm going to put the, build the Kalim first. Where am I going to put them? First you have to build the house, and then you build the Kalim. Says Moshe, oh, that's what I heard from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. B'tzel kel hayita. You are in the shadow of Hashem. You figured it out. B'tzel kel hayita. Ki bevadek atzivali HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's what Hashem told me v'chein asa. And that's what he did. Mishkan tchila v'yachar kachel. So what we're not going to deal with so much is how can Moshe change what Hashem told him? Isn't that uh, not allowed? Kasha, not for now. But two thoughts here from the Achron. First from Rav Schwab. First from Rav Schwab. So Rav Schwab wonders, isn't, isn't it Pashit what Betzalel felt? You know, why wouldn't Moshe even suggest otherwise? You can't build the Kalim. You're going to build something. 
Right? Like, you're going to move somewhere and then you're going to build a house? No, you can't move unless you have the house there. So what was even Moshe suggesting? Haray, says Rav Schwab after quoting the Rashi. Haray says, Dever Pashut! Shekotinov Maven! Everybody understands! Every child understands! Shetrichem Livnos Bayat Bayez V'yachachach Lasimbo Kalim! Ule'idach Gisa! Koshesh Bemez Eintabarab Sodkim! But one second! One second, says Rav Schwab. We're not talking about a house of a human being. We're talking about a house of Hashem anyway. So what do I care? What's Rashi's Lashin? Minaga Olam. Minaga Olam. When you're talking about Vesa Migdash? So either it's so obvious or why should I have to care about Minaga Olam? Hashem wants the Kalim built first. Hashem will build the Kalim first. So Mimanavshach, what's going on here? How should we understand this? Says Rav Schwab. Says Rav Schwab. It's a, it's a little rubbed down on the top left. That's what it says. Mayan Beis Shoeva. It's all right. It says Bechaverta. Really, one question answers the other question. No, it wasn't Pashit because it's talking about God's house. And if you're talking about Hashem's house, maybe you don't go by Minaga Olam. But Bissala says you should go by Minaga Olam. Why? Why? So two understandings. First from Rav Schwab. We know there's a Beis HaMikdash upstairs too. Remember, one of the seven things created before the world was created was Beis HaMikdash. So there's a Beis HaMikdash in Shemayim. How is that built? Parallel to the one down here. There's a Mishkan in Shemayim. But Salo realized that the Mishkan down here creates the Mishkan up there. And when you're down here, there are rules of how you build. And the one in Shemayim is going to be parallel to this one. And therefore it's not Pashit that that would be the case, but Betzal realized that. Betzal Kel Hayita. The Yishlomar Bishaz Gemara Mishkan V'chol Kelo V'mata Ba'aretz O'zoya Mishkan Shalomala Banuyu Mushuklal V'yafshel Ohukam HaMishkan Ad Yimei Even so, he has another problem. The Mishkan wasn't even built. Even after you have the Kelim, it was put up and taken down and put up and taken down. So it wasn't even used as a regular minaga olam, but still, the one upstairs was built. The one upstairs was not taken down every day. Once the one downstairs was built. And that was the secret that Betzalo realized, that there's a Besamikdash Shalmata and a Besamikdash Shalmala. The other approach that I wanted to add is from Reb Blumenzweig's again, the uh, Rosh Hashiva in Yerucham. Says Rav Lumenzweig in source number four. Again, what is the root machlokas between B'Tzalel and Moshe? What is the root machlokas? Let's start from L'Chorah on the bottom, line 15. It's a little rubbed out. Ta'anaso shal B'Tzalel b'lti muvenes. Madu'a libnos of the Mishkan al-pi shikulim ma'asiyim shal yilut. Why should I care, right, as we said before, about what the Minak Olam is when it's talking about Hashem's house? What's that adding? Hello. first. You should build the Kalim first. I understand that he has again. It was taken down in the interim. Says Rev Blumenzweig. Bitzalel Haven. Ki inyano line eleven. Ki inyano shal mishkan ulashamish makom mashras hashchina ba'aretz besochachem mitzias 
Betzalel realized that the Mishkan is, as we know, a place where Kodesh Baruch Hu's presence would rest in on this world. The question then is, is it a place where we bring the world up, or is it a place where the Shekhinah comes down? That's the Machlokas. Betzalo realized that it's about this world and Hashem coming down. And that's why you have rules of this world. Because Hashem is coming down to us. Moshe, Harsinai, 40 days, he sees the goals. He sees the spirituality. He says, up here. And he's trying to bring Am Yisrael up to the heavens. Where he was, on the top of Harsinai. Moshe Rob and Mishkan is Makom Hamuruman Bioter Baolam. Visham Visam is Libo Li Udovatakli. So, what's the goal? The goal is Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Klea Kodesh Him Yad Kodesh Kadashimu Merkaz Afos Kadusha. Umisham Shofasa Shkina Gamchutsa. It starts in the Kodesh Kadashim and then it spreads out. But Salah says, no, it starts with the Chatzar. And then it goes closer into the Azara. And then it goes closer into the Hechal. And then it goes closer into the Kodesh Kadashim. It starts in this world. That's where the Kedusha starts. Amram B'tzala ino maskim l'tiuno shal Moshe. L'dayto minag olam shonem yiseidir advaram shiitzig. Darko shal olam yishii efshar la'azchil mi'akdusha gvoa biyoter. You can't start in the Kodesh Kadashim. U'lispashi klapimata. The Metzius is not ready for that. Alea l'tapes v'hadarga b'ma'alos ha'kedusha. Step by step. And the physical world, parallel to the spiritual world. And we have to go up there too. And he says, A further point, I already explained that, what he said before, that it's all about bringing Kedusha into this world and bringing it down. And that was the Machlokas. Turn over the page, and now he sees. Nukudas Mabato Shalakadish Baruch, Afucha Mikudas Mabato Shalmoshe. Moshe Ba Mitoch HaOlam Hazeh. Vishifa Sohi Lahalo Lehisal Kodesh. Mitzido is going from down, but you have to bring it up. But you started Shamayim, because Moshe Rabbeinu was an Ish Shamaymi. Mitzido Hayad Hupnim. Kiban Shapanav Hukodesh Kanashim. Hakadish Baruchu. And B'tzalel figured out what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. No. Build the Mishkan first. Because it has to be a strong foundation in Gashmias. And then B'nai Yisrael, so to speak, Haviyacha will pull HaKadosh Baruch Hu down and have his presence. And again, we can learn a little from both. Anilu Dodi, Dodi Li, which starts first. But again, that's the, that's the message. Okay. So what happens... They build a Mishkan, they fulfill every detail. Remember the Beis HaLevi on Parshish Kisisa about the Mishkan and the Egel. But now we have in Paraklamites, we have everything is, everything is done. Paraklamites, the Pasuk tells us, They made the Big Day Kodesh like Hashem commanded Moshe. And we have that again and again and again. What's the emphasis of that? So again, the Beis HaLevi I just referred to as Wamshat says the Arachayim HaKadosh. Source number seven. And you have the footnotes to the Arachayim, the Arbahir in source number eight. 
just didn't fit right under it. So if you look in the Arachayim in Source 7, and we'll look at the footnotes that I'll show in a minute too. So what does it mean, Kashrat Siv Hashem as Moshe? They built it. See, he has three ideas, I think. Three ideas. Number one, Kashrat Siv Hashem as Moshe, Tamam Rokain, Bechol Prad, Uprad, Apimash, Gosavnu, Papasha, Tetzave. Ki Chilek Hashem Lamoshe, Chilek. Hashem wanted Moshe to get a chilek in every aspect of building. He wanted there to be a Moshe presence in every activity that was done. Because the fact that Moshe commanded them to do it, so now every time they do it, a little Moshe is in those actions. Moshe didn't do it, but he commanded them to do it. So Moshe has a little bit in every action. Number one. They were doing a lishma, l'shem, the mitzvah, not just building, not just building a house. And finally he says, As I've explained. There is no mitzvah that doesn't have, we would call it, secret effects in Shamayim. Or secret kavanos. Prate hahaskala. See on the bottom? Kavanos. They're not said in the Torah. Elamiut. A little bit. There are secrets. And special kavanas in every action of the Mishkan. Fu pnimius hadvarim. That's the pnimius, the secrets. The eila yasu bekavanas alevu besichlios hanelam. The yasu hadvarim. You know, we don't know the effects in Shemayim, but it was told to Moshe Rabbeinu by heart, and Moshe Rabbeinu told them, "Kashrasiv Hashem as Moshe." Like Hashem told Moshe all the secrets, they had all those kavanas when they built the Mishkan. Ve'inim a first b'tor l'tzadikras hadavar. But it's not mentioned in the Torah because it's so special. It is so uh, yakar, beloved. Ve'askilcha. But then, those are the three pshatim. The third, the, the number one, again, Moshe has a chalik. Number two, Lishma. Number three, the secret kavanas, which aren't mentioned in the Torah because of their beloved nature. Or, he says another idea. Ve'askilcha, another reason why we don't know all of these secret kavanas, and as Rav Chaim writes, when we daven, when we do mitzvahs, we should just do the mitzvah for Hashem. The other kavanas are not for us. If you look in the footnote, in Lamed Gimel, he says, Dvarim Ruchaniim have three categories. There are some Dvarim Ruchaniim, you could still express it in words. It's a spiritual concept, that you can express in words. Number two. Number number one. Number two. There's another spiritual world and secrets that you cannot express by writing. It can't be written, but it can be expressed in a certain way. Right? Music. Music is not something intellectual, so to speak. It expresses an idea, but sometimes you can't write it down. But that's in the middle. Some spiritual ideas can be written down. Some spiritual ideas can only be expressed. In words, speaking, he says, is between the Ruchnius and the Gashmias. And finally, number three, there are some 
spiritual ideas that cannot even be expressed in words. They could be understood from one to the other. Remember the Gemara in Chagiga, there are some things you can't even say, you have to talk beremez. So the spiritual secret, says the Arachayim, they weren't expressed because they can't be expressed. There's no way to express them. You can't, you can't describe a malach in words. You can't describe HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Lahavdil, except by negation, what he isn't. We can't describe what he is. Like we, last week's parsha, Kolo Yirani HaAdam Vachai. But says the Arachayim, that's another reason why he's not expressed. But they had all of those kavanas when they built the Mishkan. As he says here, Three different ideas uh, that we that we have. Okay, one final thought on the parsha. I think we discussed this topic a number of years ago, but this is something that obviously could be said. Anytime, right, those learning Dafyomi have a Siyam coming up in a couple of days, before Pesach, and this can be said at any Siyam. The Tzlach in the Hagdama, the Nodav Yehud in Hagdama to his Sefer on Shas, talks about Torah Shabal Peh, and he talks about why the word Mesechet is Mesechet. What does it mean? What does Masechet Masechet mean? Where does that word come from? Mesechta or Mesechet? So there are other pshatim given, the Tosfas Yantif and others we mentioned in the past. Maybe it's a masecha, like a mask. A mask that it looks like you think you know what, it, what it's about, but, you know, you dig underneath and you really see the identity of the masechta. Others say, the Tosfas Yantif says, sometimes we find in Tanakh, the word masuch is, is, is mixed in, mu'urav, yayin masuch, I forgot the exact uh, phrase. But it's mixed in, and every Masechta has different parts to it mixed in. But says that Tzlach, maybe another Pshad, is based on a Pasuk in our Parsha. In the end, the Perak Mem, V'sakosa al ha'aron es ha'parochas. V'sakosa. Masechet is from the word cover. The parochas covered up the aron. What does that mean? The aron was Torah Shebechsav. Right, the luchos were inside of it. The parochas protected it. You can't abuse the luchos because the parochas is there. You can't misuse because the parochas is there. A mesecha is from the word vesakosa, to cover it, to protect it. Torah Shabbat every mesechta of Torah Shabbat protects the Torah Shabbat shows us how to interpret Torah Shabbat Ela al shem paroches hamasach Amazing. We don't paskin like Torah Shebechsav. It is very sasum. There's so much that we don't understand. Just focusing on the psukim. And that's why the paroches to the aron is like the Torah Shebaal Peh to the Torah Shebechsav. Okay. One final thought on Parshas HaChodesh. Parshas HaChodesh adds to the length of the uh, of the laning. Uh, Baruch Hashem. We're making a bar mitzvah this Shabbos, Be'ez Hashem. My son uh, spent a while doing the laning. But in Sefer Elohim Moadai, 
in um, Rav Schlesinger, he discusses Rosh Chodesh Nisan. Rosh Chodesh Nisan and Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. We know Rabbeinu Tam tells us, I'm not going to read the whole thing, Rabbeinu Tam tells us in Tosos and Mesechas Rosh Hashanah, really we have two, two Rosh Hashanahs, Tishrei and Nisan, both of them. Right, Chav Zayin Amar Aleph. Elu ve'elu Debri Elokim Chaim. Rabbi Nathan says on line number eight. Keep a Tishrei Olam b'Machshava. Great Delivero. Avol b'Fallo Nivra Olam Rak Nisan. Nisan was the actual. Nisan was the actual. What's the message? What's the what's the connection and the parallel and maybe the complementary um, aspects of Tishrei and Nisan? Again, it's a it's an obvious uh, Mufursam thought, but. We'll see how he quotes it from Rebarach HaMezhebesh. As follows. He says, Do Avoda Hazos Bachodesh Hazeh. He says, that Pasuk has the secret. Zos, we know from Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur times, Zos is a reference to the Avodah Tishrei. Bezos Yavo Aaron Alakodesh. Remember the Gematria of Tzom, Kol, Mamon, they're all Zos, the, the numbers... Right, by Chubit Felix Staka, the three letter three words written on top of the letters. But Bezos, as he reminds us, is the Avoda of Tishrei. As the Pasik says, Bezos Yavaran Alakodesh. Zehodashazelachem. Do Avoda Hazos Bachodashazeh. There has to be a complement. The Zos Avoda and the Ze Avoda. What's the message? That's what he quotes from Rebarcha Mezhebesh. And now he explains. What are the two avodos? We know Tishrei is about Tshuva Meira. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Amos Hadin. While Nisan is about Tshuva Me'ava and Me'simcha. Right? Purim and Pesach. But let's go deeper. The Gemara tells us in Mesechah's Yumadav Pevav, as we know. If I do Tshuva Meira, my mazed Averos change into Shogeg Averos. That's Shuva Meira. Shuva Me'ava, my Mezid Averis change into mitzvos. I use those opportunities to do Shuva and get closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu than even previously. Those are the two ways of serving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. K'day lahashlem is ma'isat Shuva, te'chuvasa shlema. We need gam Shuva Meira and then built on that Shuva Me'ava. Shuvah Meira, there are still Averis, but they're shogigs. Shuvah Me'ava, we use those Averis to serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Where do you see the difference? See, quotes, one of the Belzer Rebbes. On Pesach, we draw water to bake our matzahs with. On Rosh Hashanah, we throw our sins into the water. We don't want the water. Because by Shuvah Meira, we want it away. We've made it into shogigs, but we're still not interested in it. But when it comes to Shuvah Mi'ava, we use the water. We take the water and we draw the water and we use it to bake our matzahs. And then he adds even one more fascinating Hosafa. And he quotes this from various different uh, sources. The Raziner, Rabbi Saul Razin. He quotes, you know, there's a min, I'll give the, uh, the, the Shulchanara quotes, Nati nuts on uh, Rosh Hashanah. Because Egos is Gematria Chait, missing one, but, but Egos is Gematria Chait. And what does the Gemara say that on Seder night, what we're supposed to do? We're supposed to give out nuts to the children. Okay, nowadays it's candy. But it says nuts to the Tvulin, right? Nuts, we reject them on Rosh Hashanah. And we use them on Pesach. Because Rosh Hashanah, Tshuva Meira, Tishrei, the Avodah Azos, that's one level which we need. 
But Nisan is Tshuva Me'ava, Tshuva Mitoch Simcha, where we use all of our opportunities to be able to get close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So these are the two avodos that we have to do. We have to make sure we do the Zos, and we have to make sure we do the Zeh. Usually it's Zos leads to Zeh, but this is the avoda that we have as we're coming up on Rosh Chodesh Nisan, Yiratzon, that Bet Hashem, we should be zochet to have a real Chodesh HaGeula, a Chodesh of Geula Shlema with all of Am Yisrael, coming to Eretz Yisrael, all the doors of Eretz Yisrael being wide open, everybody joining, Kibbutz Galios, uh, Be'ez Hashem, celebrating in the Beis HaMikdash, this Pesach, Tavshin Pei Aleph, let this be, let this be the year. Okay, we'll stop here, and again, um, I'll let, uh, I'll be publicized, what exactly is the uh, schedule for the Haggadah the Parsha Shir, also happens about a half an hour ago, I got the, uh, the second volume of Shalom Rav, it just came to Eretz Yisrael, so uh, Baruch Hashem is there, but it's also out in, uh, in America, and throughout the world already, so feel free to, uh, to enjoy, we should be zochet to learn a lot of Torah together.